All right, Leo, Thursday, October 8th, back again, episode four on the Pitch Pod. How you doing today, Leo? I'm, I'm good. I, I've had a, a good little week here yeah, and uh, just been hanging out, uh, excited for Thursday Night Football tonight, yes, go sir. Bears, big, big wager place on the Bears, probably not the smartest thing to do, but I like gambling, yeah. so <laughs> I got a lot of money on the Bears. I hope he kicked Tom Brady's ass tonight. Uh, how was your weekend, Pat? My weekend was great. Uh, my boy Dean Ziglitch is moving out to Colorado, so we had us all up to his lake house in Michigan for the for the weekend. It was very nice. It was a good uh, good going away party. Unfortunately, I couldn't place any of the Premier League bets that were put on the show today because there's no legal sports betting in Michigan. So... Fuck that state. Uh, but it was a nice time other than that. Watching you guys win and watching Spurs wreck Man United was tough to see. But, yeah. Yeah, a lot of blowouts this past weekend. Uh, but we had a, yeah, I had a good luck of gambling there this yeah, past tell. Monday. Um, I'm sitting at Red well, Barn. First, we got a little Sycamore Open in. We had a crazy tennis match where you beat me in the final of the Sycamore Open. Yeah, we've been playing some tennis lately uh, with our buddies Caputo and Joe and... Noda was there as well, and yeah, I had to kick Patrick's ass in some tennis this past week and won the Sycamore Open, so exciting stuff. But yeah, we want to celebrate uh, a Red Barn, and then you're like, oh yeah, by the way, I joined this random free. Is what is it? Was it? Yeah, it was a it was a free pool on DraftKings, and all you had to do was pick eight things to happen in the seventh inning or later. It was during the Yankees Rays game. And I successfully picked all eight things and won a good amount of money. But DraftKings is trying to cheat me out of my money, so I'm waiting to hear back from their customer service. But yeah, I, I definitely won. We're so. sitting at the bar. We're sitting at the bar, and he's one strikeout short. And the guy who's up to bat also he said that he wouldn't get a hit in the seventh inning or later. He took under .5 hits, and he strikes out swinging three yeah, two was, in the bottom of the ninth. Where the only people still left in the bar to close the time were going fucking nuts. It was, we thought it was Leo poetic. Just, <laughs> we thought Leo just won ten grand. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this is crazy. And then right. DraftKings hazed. Yeah, DraftKings is hazing me. They're trying to tell me one thing I didn't get right, but I have evidence that it was right. So I don't know when they're gonna get back to me at the. Fill some shit out, but, like, I'll take their ass to court if I have to. So. Yeah, no, it's lawsuit season. But, yeah, that was uh, that was my luck, and now I'm testing my luck with the Bears tonight. But I guess we'll get to these uh, soccer games this week, and we had a lot of blowouts, huh? Yeah, we did have a decent number of blowouts. It was uh, it was a good week for the on-the-pitch pod. We had a lot of uh, power, good bets. Yeah. Bad, one bad beat, Man City fucking choked. They played like they they were so comfortable that whole game. I was waiting for them to you know we thought this was a bounce back game for them, but it didn't. So that was a tough loss. But other than that, it was a very positive weekend for us all together. I'd say. But Credit yeah. to Leo. I let Leo do a lot of the work considering <laughs> I was traveling and Leo. A lot of these picks were Leo this weekend. So that's all right. Big we up my man. We got to do. Yeah. Uh, I think we went nine and four, yeah. and uh, we went. I think plus only four point five units. Yeah, only up plus four and a half units, but. Because of we city. hit a we hit a nice plus three hundred play and a nice plus three fifty play so really yeah really we're up a little more than four and a half units that was real nice there and credit that to Tottenham yes and we credit s- that to Manchester United sucking balls so this time it's finally like we've been talking a lot of trash on Man United and I've been re- listening to these podcasts like over and I'm like damn I'm really bagging on United like it's yeah. really coming out and I'm like. I see him this week, and it's it's okay. I, I 
I finally have the proof is finally in the pudding. Harry Maguire is a bum. Wow. <laughs> that guy is a bum. Jesus. I've never seen. So in case you guys didn't watch the game, Manchester United gets off to yeah, a great, great start. start. Bruno penalty king. You know? Yeah, they get a penalty kick in the first minute of the game. Yeah. And then maybe not even two minutes later, Harry Maguire with the arguably the botch of the weekend. First, it wasn't even the it wasn't even the first header, it was the second header. First header he headers it back, it like def- deflected off of Bailly, I think it was. Yeah, Bailly had a tough game as and well. And then uh then he tries headering it back to De Gea and that did not work out. And the ball bounces around in the penalty area and he tries uh Tries pulling down someone. I don't know what who he was trying Luke to pull Shaw. down, but he ends up pulling yeah. down Luke Shaw. I'm sure he wasn't trying to pull down Luke Shaw, but he I don't pulls think down he knew his what own. he was doing. He yeah. was he was flustered. Yeah, he was in panic mode, just trying to do whatever he could to get the ball out. As any center back should, but he did. It was not very graceful. Yeah, <laughs> he, he manages to pull his own teammate down and yeah. uh, gives him a goal. And then two yeah. more minutes later, it's already two to one. It was like. Four to one in like by the thirty sixth minute or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was uh it started off so bright for United to get a goal like that, and then literally ten minutes into the game, they're down two to one. Harry Kane plays that quick free kick. That was very smart of him, and Song yeah, gets in on goal and he gets up two one. His hamstring did not look injured. He's still running at he's, full speed. He's like, running full speed, didn't miss a beat. Yeah. And Credit to Spurs. They came out with a good game plan. We but. said this like last time. We're like, we what validated that Man United minus 125? There was really nothing that we've seen so far this year that validated a line that, that crazy. And plus 300 seems like a lot on paper, but it, it, I mean, it really was probably should have thrown more on it, to be yeah, honest. I, like, couldn't, I couldn't believe uh, Spurs was plus 300. Yeah, that was that, ridiculous. That was, that, that, yeah. A little, little disrespect in there Very from Vegas. Very disrespectful. And I, I don't know what Vegas was on because if they've been watching, I, I don't know if they've been watching any Premier League games, but that's quite the generous line to give to United. But if you followed us, you won a lot of money. So Yeah, moving, we'll, leave, we'll leave that game alone for right now. That, that, yeah, we, that we've been bashing Manchester enough. United a lot. And, you know, enough. Martial got a red card. That was, that was a tough yeah, red card. Yeah, it's like card. 10 minutes in. Yeah, tough red card, now, but, but you can't do that. There's not a whole lot of positives for United. There's a lot of positives for Spurs. I guess we could focus a little bit on Spurs before we move on. Yeah, definitely. They're uh, they're looking really good and still no Bale in the lineup. Yeah. So once they get Bale in the lineup, that's just going to change the whole dynamic of the team. Son's in form. Kane's in form. That's a big confidence boost for them. I would have loved to see how quiet Old Trafford would have been, but... We won't Six bash one in United. front of the whole stadium. Come yeah, on, that would have been, been quite the quiet crazy. crowd. And uh, who knows what they might have been saying about Ali at the end of the game, but I guess we'll never know. That's the benefit of playing uh, with no fans in the stands right yeah. now. Yeah. So Spurs looks like, uh, I mean, they just look like they got their hidden stride. or Whatever they're doing, they're buying into what Mourinho's saying, and I think that's kind of the big thing is when – when Mourinho has the dressing room, his teams always perform well. It's that second, third year when he starts to lose the dressing room where he loses the best player and you know everyone kind of jumps ship, but everyone seems to be on board and it's it, it's it's working it's out. It's showing up in the results. They thrashed him. Yeah, so I guess we can move on yeah. to uh, my team, yeah. and I guess I'll leave the talking to Patrick because as no, most of I you mean, probably know, 
It wasn't a great performance from my team. 7-2 Aston Villa, 7-2. And, I mean, the meme of the weekend was Klopp counting the six Champions League trophies and then <laughs> and then Aston Villa saying seven. <laughs> seven. Yeah. But, Tough uh, look. Aston Villa's been on form lately. I, I had him, they only finished like a point above relegation last year, and I kind of picked him to go down this, I think I picked him to go down this year. Um, but Tyrone Mings at the back, that back four has been really solid. Emmy Martinez is really dominant like you can tell that they're very in control of what's going on and jack Grealish three assists and two goals ollie watkins with a hat trick and an assist ross barkley with the debut goal they i mean they might have i heard this from a buddy of mine but they probably arguably had one of the best transfer windows of the of the summer like they yeah. uh they're, they're they put on a performance you can talk about what you saw and in, in, in terms of the liverpool side of things but i'm excited um, to see what this aston villa team can do going forward i think aston villa's won every game so far right yeah they're yeah. undefeated to start the season they they've are, taken they're three in points second from, place they, they have three get three points from three games so they have a game at hand yeah so they're taking three points in every game um plus minus know, 11 and two 11 yeah, goals for, two goals against. They're playing That's awesome. Crazy. They're very much in form. You might have to hop on the Austin Villa train until it starts to slow down. But, yeah, I thought Austin Villa definitely deserved the points. I thought they definitely deserved to kick our ass. Um, a little bit lucky with a couple of the goals. They scored uh, three goals on deflections, so that's unfortunate. But at the same time, they also hit the post once or twice. Ross Barkley missed a couple sitters, so <laughs> you could argue that the game could have been four to two. You could argue that the game could have been ten to two. I don't know. So it, it kind of balanced out. And credit to them, our defense was kind of in shambles. They kept trying to play a high line, and they kept getting caught out in the back. I think that's so. been your problem all season long. Like I've, I mean, it happened against Arsenal twice, both in the first time we played you at the restart, and again this time, uh, Lacazette got that stupid little goal. Like, yeah. Your back line has not been as convincing as it has they, been. Uh, it's not like the one-on-one defending. It's, it's just getting caught out up yeah. high, and people are picking apart with the passes and long balls. So something's got to get fixed back there. I don't know what it is. They got to be yeah. tighter in the back. Everyone um, wants to go attack. Like Andrew Robertson and Trent are such good at attack. So good at attacking. I think now they'll hang over after the Champions League. They're like. Fuck, we have to defend, you know. Yeah, so teams can actually score on us. That's they got the, some work they got to do. Um, I thought Mo Salah still played really well, and I liked the response after they went down two nothing at the beginning of the game. I thought they definitely had some chances to maybe even tie it up, and then once we got the goal, Austin Villa came back and scored a couple more goals. So, yeah, all credit to Villa. I still liked the way our offense looked, but the defense, something's got to get fixed. So. Yeah, that was tough to watch. Uh, Adrian, our backup goalie, with another botch. If you watched the Atletico Madrid game uh, in the UEFA Champions League right before coronavirus happened, he kind of did the same thing. He got the ball played at, out of the back it. and passed it right to him. So that doesn't help the cause. It's never uh, never a good thing to go down one nothing in the first five minutes. But You could find a goalie at Bridges better than Adrian. This guy's a bum. <laughs> Yeah, so overall, a tough game, and now we're at the international break. So I think the international breaks come at a good time for (laughs) 
Liverpool and Manchester United. Arsenal's above Liverpool in the bit. table. Oh, who would have thought after four games the Gunners would be above Liverpool in the table? Not yeah, me. God bless. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think the international break comes at a good time for United fans, Liverpool fans. You got the- Everton after the break, then Ajax, then Sheffield, then Midtjylland, and then West Ham in your next five. So yeah. two tough games next week. And uh, Manchester United, they got a tough five-game stretch, too. Uh, oh, yeah, we didn't talk Our boy about Tony gives me a text. He's a little concerned about the games. And hopefully these international uh, international break can give them some time to get ready for their games. Newcastle. They got a tough They got Newcastle, stretch. then PSG, then Chelsea, then Leipzig, then Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, and then so Istanbul, not any and then Everton. Not not doing them any favors. They got to get things sorted out or they could be in some trouble real fast. Yeah, they do. They got to sort out that defense or PSG. Wow. Cavani's possible first exper- uh, appearance could be against PSG. Wow. Yeah. Cheeky. It's exciting. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I actually feel bad for United fans on that front. Like, you guys, Sancho, Sancho this, Sancho that, Sancho this, Sancho that. You, and then see, you-, <laughs> uh, you see the rumors lately? What? What? There's, like, Liverpool Sancho rumors. Oh, I, I don't know. know how true those are, but that'd Do be quite the swoop. I, dude. Like, uh, I mean, obviously you want him. It's Sancho. Who but doesn't want that guy? I know? just think that'd be I don't stupid know where he'd for fit Sancho. In, but... That'd be silly for Sancho. There's no way he takes a spot from Sadio Mane. You know, yeah. and now Diogo Jota's up there too. Like you never know. You never um, know what could happen. Depth, depth wins you championships. But if I was Sancho, that would not be the decision yeah. I would make. So I guess we'll move on to Chelsea and Chelsea with the. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, we saw that. I I think we kind of saw that coming. They played. Although they played bad that first half, that second half was everything you hoped for from Chelsea, and it seemed like they built off that confidence. Crystal Palace was a team that was playing pretty well, and you yeah. guys managed to beat them 4 nothing. Yeah. Uh, Jorginho with two goals. <laughs> yeah, Jorginho with the two penalty kick yeah. goals. Um, a little controversy there. Tammy Abraham, I thought he played a good game. I thought Tammy Abraham's been playing good every game. He just can't find the back of the net. And he definitely wanted to just take a penalty kick goal to get him in on the scoring sheet. Yeah. And a little controversy there, but I don't know what he expected. Everyone knows on that team who's taking the penalty yeah. kicks. That's and, just strikers being strikers, yeah. bro. They're, they're and, all in their heads. Like, it should be me. It should be me. Anyways, Kai Havertz played a really good game. I thought, you know, like, they're, uh, they're, starting, to, they're starting to come around. I don't know how long. Are we going to see Timo Werner play on the left side his entire Chelsea career? Is I don't think gonna, so. Yeah? I think once Pulisic is in the lineup, he gets moved up top to striker. We saw Pulisic come in as yeah, a sub. And now minute. with this international break, I'm sure he'll be full-blown ready to start in the next uh, appearance. And uh, a big shout-out to Ben Chilwell. Yeah, Ben Chilwell, Chilwell gets his debut goal in his debut, debut match. too. And, yeah, he got the game going, and we were talking shit on Marcos Alonso a few weeks ago, and now it's I'm the Ben Will Chilwell yeah. show. Because, like, that uh, – Kurt Zuma had a goal, too, but Ben Chilwell gives, just offers him so much more. Can you – like, Timo Werner wants to come inside anyways. He doesn't want to be on the touchline. Yeah. Timo Werner wants to be in that space from the 18 to the D, where he can curl an effort in, where he can run at defenders. If he's got – Ben Chilwell outside of him, allowing him to be inside where he's good. Chelsea are a much more dangerous team, and and I don't think Marcus Alonso offered him that same that same uh, precision and, and capabilities of, of being dangerous at all times and pushing him inside. 
So yeah. it's in, I'm excited to see when Chelsea can. Not really. I don't really like Chelsea. But <laughs> I don't like, like Chelsea either. They but got so many good players that it's going to be a fun team to watch for sure. They're an exciting team. I remember uh, on the first podcast we said uh, there's a lot of new bodies. It might take them a little bit to gel together. And here we are on our fourth podcast talking about how they might already be gelling. So yeah. credit to them. Pulisic is coming back. Hopefully Zayak gets into the lineup soon. This is a uh, public service announcement for Mikel Arteta and Edu Gaspar at Arsenal. You did great with Thomas Partey, but when Mason Mount can't get into the team in January because of all these bodies everywhere, sign him at Arsenal in January. Ooh. Mesut didn't get si- didn't get put on the Europa League squad even after he offered to pay Gunnar Soros' uh, wage bill. <laughs> His yeah, salary was, for uh, the year. That was awesome. Mesut Ozil is a, a good guy. You can say whatever you want about him, but he keeps the guy's job. The yeah. guy's been there for like 27 years. Yeah, so, but he got left off the Europa League roster, so I think we might have seen the last game of Mesut Ozil's career. Yeah, he might be on his way out. Uh, we, but we need another 10. You know, we signed party. He's going to be a, a brick, brick wall, box-to-box midfielder. We got Jaka Jacqueline always in the lineup. Danny Zapaios just pushes him a little bit higher, but now you know I'd love a little. I would love if Mason Mount wanted more game time and he left Chelsea and came to Arsenal. Yeah, but that's just me. There's a lot of a lot of people in the lineup now. Mason Mount's gonna have to really prove himself in training. I thought he played well these, in the uh, England game today too. Body's come back. He play, He's been playing well every game. I feel yeah, like so. Just a crowded team now. Nothing you could do about sure. that. And that's the joy of the Premier League. That's yeah. uh, something there's Americans no, don't realize is that. There's always competition, and if you don't bring your A game to practice every day and work your tail off, Literally. you're not going to get selected in the team. It's not like, like in a, these like other the leagues. Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is going to start a quarterback for every game. I know he's yeah. a bad example, but Kai Havertz, their record signing, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. If he doesn't play well, he's not going to play. Like It doesn't matter who you are, how much you cost, Like you're not going to play. It doesn't matter how much you're getting paid week-to-week yeah. basis. Mesut Ozil is the highest-paid player at Arsenal, and he's not even he hasn't played a game all year. Yeah. He makes 350k a week. Like that guy gets paid that man's salary in one week. The the the, the dinosaur mascot job he saved was like 40,000 pounds a year. He makes that <laughs> five times over in one week. Yeah, it's not like these American play. sports. Even uh even these baseball players, you know, they sign massive contracts and if they're batting 220, I guarantee you they'll still be in the starting lineup. It's not like that in the Premier League. It's not like that in soccer. You really got to prove yourself on a day-to-day basis and bring your A game all the time. And that's the nature of it. It's a business. They're there to win games. Yes. And speaking they'll of spend a guy, money. Speaking of a guy who proved himself again, we got the uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin and James Rodriguez show continuing in the 4-2 win over Pal- or, uh, Brighton. James with two say, goals and an assist. I will say, at this point in time, Every Everton game and every Leeds game are must is, watch. Is must watch soccer. It's must four watch two. soccer. Four two, four two, to a Brighton team that arguably should have won against Manchester United. Not arguably should have. Yeah, they should have won against Manchester United, and we were seeing that could have been a little trap game for Everton, but we still bet on them, and they proved us right again that they. They're the real deal as of right now. That and was also our Dom Calvert-Lewin plus 350 prop for first goal score. So that yeah. one was nice. Uh, and then Everton money line minus 125, two units hit. That was nice as well. Hey, Calvert-Lewin, what a man in form. He got his uh, debut call up to England today, and he got a goal in the England debut. So yeah. 
the man keeps scoring goals. Yeah, he's he's uh, he looks hungry. He looks he looks like he's trying to prove himself. Uh, and I think it also just there's a lot of freedom that's coming with how they're playing. James Rodriguez has the freedom to run anywhere off anywhere on the pitch, you know, and, and get the ball and do it does what he's good at, and that. That that just the confidence I think is stemming from everyone else on the pitch. Like Dom Calvert Lewin's goal scoring is helping Thomas, who's you know it's just reciprocal. And yeah, Richarlison left in the twenty fifth minute. Yeah, hopefully Richarlison's fine. He picked up a knock the week before, and he wasn't sure if he's going to give it a go. And it seems like he reaggravated it. So like we were saying with uh, Liverpool and United, probably a good little time there to get the international break and hopefully get Richarlison some time to rest up. But yeah, like Patrick was saying with Hamas, he's got the ability to roam wherever he wants, and I think you can make the argument he's playing the best soccer he's played since the World Cup. He didn't really do a whole dude. I, that's a like such a common misconception. The, if you look at if you look at Hamas's stats at Real Madrid, I I saw this on Twitter while I yeah. was on the on the can. I saw this on Twitter while I was on the can the other day, and I was like. Hamas is like one of the most underappreciated players at Real Madrid, but that's besides the point. Uh, but yeah, I think it's it's all stemming from from like from Ancelotti. Yeah, the, the confidence has got to come from somewhere, but you can see it in the way they play that they know they're going to get three, four goals every single game. Yeah, and I guess that's the Carlo Ancelotti effect. It seems like everywhere he goes, Hamas goes, and they have that great working relationship. Yeah, just let me go back. Um, the one downside to Everton, uh, Mr. Jordan Pickford. He's always good for a few uh, few mishaps, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I saw the Liverpool highlight of Divock Origi. Yeah, that, that was, was tough. Terrible. But yeah, he. I don't know what it is with the guy. He can either be really good or he'll have his moments where you're questioning what's going on. So another moment like that, I, it was tough. It's It was a very rainy day. The ball is very wet, <laughs> but the ball just kind of bounced into his hands and he... Drops it and Mr. Malpe uh, just yeah. gets a nice little easy goal. But I don't know. There's times where Pickford, he doesn't look like he's full extension sometimes. I, I don't know what the guy's deal is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's just got it, the only thing, the only reason that's inexcusable is like obviously it's it's just not the first time it's happened. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like it's rainy. These guys are human. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm not one to, you know, jump ship when something like that happens. But I've always been a Jordan Pickford guy, but he's starting to make a habit of it, and he's a Premier League goalie on a team that's going to challenge for the top four. You just can't you can't make mistakes like that. Like, yeah. you, you got to. Can't have it. You just, it's, it's, the level is too high for that to be accepted anymore. And I always would wonder, like, when announcers would just absolutely demean players and talk about how they like basically like shouldn't even go home to see their families like online television, I'm like, okay, you just had a bad day. When you think about it, it's like these men are paid so much money. The level is unbelievable. The competition is unbelievable. There's no room for those yeah. those those errors like that. There's just no room for it, especially when you're at the top of the table like Everton is. You never know when uh, one of those mistakes might come back and haunt you and. You might miss out on that top habit. four yeah. spot by one point, and Gold that's a you know? like, that's a lot of money that you could be miss out on. Uh, a lot of Americans also don't realize how much money really goes into these positions. If you find a spot in the Europe and in the Champions League, or Europa League, that is a huge amount of money that your team hundreds gets. of million dollars of million dollars. If you want those spots, you never know when those 
little mistakes might come back and haunt you. Yeah, it's the same with like the championship. Like Leeds got promoted this year, and I think they said they spent you know close to a hundred and something over a hundred something million on players. It's the promotion of the Premier League comes with a big fat check, and you know finishing top three or four comes with a big fatter check. And then you get all the TV endorsement deals and stuff like that, and that's why the rich clubs stay rich. Capitalism, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting time to be an Everton fan for sure. If you're, if you need a team to root for, I'd pick Leeds or Everton right now. They're exciting. They're not teams that you could say, oh, I I hopped on a big bandwagon. You could, yeah, it's kind of a bandwagon, but. If you don't know what's going on and you need a new team, I guarantee you, you won't find many Leeds or Everton fans out there, and you could be that one guy. Everton, Liverpool, next uh, after the international break, so October 17th, not this weekend, but the next, and then Southampton, Newcastle, Manchester, and then Fulham, So and then Leeds. So they don't have a ton of tough games coming up, but they got to make sure they take all the points from the games that they should take points from. they got to take points from Southampton, they got to take points from Newcastle, and they got to take points from Fulham. Yeah, so a, a big stretch there and maybe a, a, a real prove-it matchup against Liverpool. If they're able to get points there, then they're clearly That's the real deal. a tough game to bet because yeah. you know Liverpool's going to bounce back after getting thrashed 7-2. Yeah, so a lot a to look game. forward to there. We got um, City Leeds. That was City a, Leeds. That was the next game on the of an, the day. An awesome game to watch. It finished one one, but that was the epitome of a very exciting one one game. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had to leave in like the sixty fifth minute to go to an apple orchard with a bunch of couple people, and I was <laughs> I was chasing fireball with apple cider. So I was having pretty. I was having a pretty fun time, but I kept checking my phone and like ah, he scored. Then, yeah, so we had a big uh, big play in Manchester City. We were expecting a little more of a bounce back out of Pep's guys. And credit to Leeds. Uh, honestly, either team I thought could have walked away with three points. I thought Leeds hit hit the post, what, two, three times. Yeah. And Man-, Man City had a couple chances where I thought they could have put the game away. So in the end, I think they both ended up deserving the point. And I guess that's the way it ended up, 1-1. One one. So... Wasn't your stardom of the week, Raheem Sterling? He yeah, my, uh, my fantasy stardom of the week, we, we Raheem Sterling. We almost the uh, first goal scorer, Raheem Sterling, bet too. Yeah. We held off on that. So my, uh, my fantasy player of the week stay hot. I forget who I had before, but he also did. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, right? We yeah. think we both did. No? So, yeah, I th- yeah, you had Dominic Calvert-Lewin too, and he got a goal this week. Yeah. So our fantasy players are, are staying hot, and... That's good, you know. If you play fantasy soccer, <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. good. It's I good. guess. Yeah, you might want to take our our advice at some point. Yeah, so. it's we're it's free money, people. Yeah, God, we're handing free. out money. It's it, like we are the the free money people. Um. So let's talk about the Bruyne man. Oof. Yeah. Shout out Chris Byersdorf. I told him I wouldn't. I was. I would. I would make sure Kevin De Bruyne got the Pogba treatment after this weekend. Ah uh, no, I, <laughs> dude. I love Kevin. De Bruyne. I do too. He's, he's I, my favorite player in the prime. I think. Dude, he arguably he could arguably be the best midfielder. He could in walk the world into any right team now. in the world and start. Guaranteed. He's arguably the best midfielder in the world right now. I, I don't even think it's an argument. I think it's a fact. I yeah, think. it might just be a fact. If Luka Modric in, ends his career with a blown to or and Kevin De Bruyne doesn't, that's uh, that's criminal. That's, that's criminal. criminal. That's criminal. If you saw the game, that free kick, I mean, yeah. almost went in. He hits the post. It was all on the left side of the field, and most of the time you're just looking to hopefully get a head on it. You cross the ball in, but 
his genius, he tries taking a shot and smacks off the post. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, he's... And then he's just creating chances left and right. Every time he gets the ball and he's driving the goal, you don't know what's going to happen. He's so deceptively fast, too. You ever yeah. see some of those videos? Even back in his Wolfsburg days, like... People would come and try and get a body on him, and he'd just take He's a physical he's guy, He's a physical too. guy. Like, he's he's a moose. He's a moose. He's brute force. He's so knowledgeable on the ball. But he's so technical. Ball. He's not he's just so technical. Fast. He's so good. He's so good. He's he's one of my favorite players to watch. It sucks that he's on Man City. That is why I want, that's why I wanted Messi to go to City, even though every other oh team would get God. washed. I want to see Kevin DeBruyne and Lionel Messi playing the same team. That like, would be crazy. That would be crazy to see Kevin DeBruyne just dishing the ball Dude. to Lionel Messi. So the one twos at the top of the box would be, you know, two thousand ten esque, I think. It would be it'd be unbelievable. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh Leeds. We'll talk good on Leeds too. Uh, we might just have to bet Leeds every single game until they hit a cold stretch. Because yeah. I mean we were big on City and I, I guess we didn't see the tie coming. I don't think anyone saw the tie coming. No. But that's when it always comes. That's when it always comes. So yeah, we tried betting it too many times, and then it shows yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, Ederson with the botch. Yeah. If you watch the game, <laughs> I, that's why Alisson starts in the Brazil team. Sorry, Ederson. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he had a botch. I think it was a corner kick where he dropped. He just kind of dropped it. He just I don't fumbled, know. Yeah. He fumbled the ball. He tried to ball punch it out or something. Is job security, Ederson. That's rule number and one. And yeah, the uh, Leeds gets a nice little tap in there. I don't know how to use DraftKings at all. I'm sitting here <laughs> trying to like search and find next week's lines, and I can't. I found it A to Z Sports. Okay. But yeah, Leeds playing well and. They're must-watch TV. So exciting yeah. to watch. It's like they don't care about defense. They don't care I mean, they about put it defense. One, it was one-on-one one against City, but they, they, it's literally a second thought, and I love that. I, I think that's it's awesome. It's awesome to watch. Just the way they work, they work so hard. They play for Bielsa. You could tell everyone's all in on what Bielsa is selling them, and who knows? Leeds could maybe maybe even Leeds fights for a, a top five spot. I don't top know. Top five is a little. I don't know. We said this. Newcastle thing has the uh, same amount of points as Leeds, bro. Newcastle has seven points this season. They, they we'll beat see, Burnley three. We'll see what happens when Leeds plays when they get a stretch of games or they're not playing big six teams. If they're able to get three points in a lot of those games, I don't think right, it's that crazy. Last year. Last year, Sheffield United was in third place until, like, January. Yeah, but so. the season's, like, 10 months long. Can yeah. Leeds do this for 38 games? I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't, I don't think know. so. We'll see what happens. They it's... got Wolves, they got Villa, and they got Leicester City. Then they got Palace, and then they got Arsenal, Everton, Chelsea. They have a so very a, tough stretch a big coming stretch up. coming up, and I that don't know. That goes up to December 5th, what I just read. So the next their next seven games are, I mean, Wolves, Studs, Villa's, Top of the league. Villa's Leicester City got form. smacked by West Ham, but it's Leicester City. Palace has been playing well this year. Arsenal, Everton, Chelsea. Yeah, so uh, a big stretch there, but then they get if it. they're able to get points, it's not crazy. It is not a they crazy They should be idea. able to get points, though. Like they, they, a lot of those games are there for the taking. Like Wolves should be there for the taking. Aston Villa is going to be a tough game for them. Leicester City's similar styles. And, you know, Palace... Got to get points at Palace. Arsenal, they'll think they'll have to get points at Arsenal, too. And then Everton, Chelsea's a tough matchup, too. Yeah, so we'll see what Leeds can do. Prove it next two months for Leeds. Um, I'll probably be betting on them until they prove me otherwise. Yeah, that's a fair statement. If you're following our picks, you probably will be, too. Because it's... uh, 
it's fun to watch Leeds games, especially when you have money on them. Yeah. <laughs> so, props to Leeds, props to Bielsa. Um, hopefully, Pep's guys can get going. Uh, actually, you know, for me being a Liverpool fan, it's kind of nice to watch City drop these points too. So. Yeah. But yeah, I guess uh, I think our last game here before we just kind of touch on those smaller games, that Arsenal Sheffield game. Pat, you wanna? Talk about your team's big win. Arsenal, Sheffield's Hector Bellerin with two assists. Uh, Bukayo Saka with a beautiful header. Also got his first start for the English national team today. So shout out Bukayo. That was it's pretty sweet to be 19 years old and starting for the English national team. Yeah. Uh, and then Nicolas Pepe, who's been kind of booted from the lineup with the arrival of Willian, comes on. Uh, as a substitute in this 58th minute and has a beautiful goal. Plays it into Hector Bellerin. Hector Bellerin plays him through and he just runs for 40 yards and then passes it in off the post. He's a he's a talented dude and there's a reason we paid 72 million for him. You know, like he hasn't necessarily lived up to the price tag, but that's also because you know people decide that he hasn't lived up to the price tag. He didn't ask to be that much money. You know what I mean? That was on. It's on the teams that are paying to that's get him. On, so exactly. So. He's uh once he when he hits form, and I think now the addition we signed Thomas Party on deadline day they just they just screw, said screw you Atletico you don't want to negotiate we'll just contact La Liga directly paid his release clause, apparently uh, the funds were given supplied by Stan Kroenke the owner owner of the you know giant new stadium out there in L A for the Chargers the Rams the Rams I apologize <laughs> with the Rams uh, and you know owns the Avalanche and the Colorado Rapids he just doesn't give a shit about Arsenal but apparently he ponied up the money for this transfer and that I just think that that allows us a lot of a lot of options there now we don't have to play with Mohamed El Nenny as decent as he's been <laughs> it's just a bit of a step up and we can stop playing this 3-4-3 we can maybe go back to a 4-3-3 or 4-2-3-1 where Nicholas Pepe finds his way back into the team uh, David McGoldrick, the Irishman, with a beautiful uh, left-footed curling effort into the far corner to get a goal for Sheffield United. Um, but other than that, I thought it was uh, a pretty solid showing for Arsenal. And uh, yeah, they, uh, I, we had the over two and a half goals, and the reason behind that was Sheffield hadn't go- scored a goal until this game, yeah. and I just. I couldn't see them going another game without scoring. And in the back of my mind, I knew Arsenal was probably going to win the game. So I figured, what's uh, what's yeah, a 2-1 take, win? Yeah. So we went with the over 2.5, and, and it hits. That first goal by Arsenal, that was like a vintage Arsenal goal. It that was. reminds me of that uh, goal a few years back, that nice passing sequence. And here we are again with a real nice passing sequence. I think I saw a stat. It was like, uh, of the 10 goals that have been scored with like, Plus fifteen passes before the goal, like four of them have been Arsenal this year. So they're they're playing, they're trying to play out of the back. They're doing the the Arteta stuff, Arteta yeah. ball, and it uh, it worked there. It was a beautiful finish, beautiful goal. Yeah, and Arteta, it's looking like that was a really great hire. He's looking like the man that's fit for the job, and he's looking like he might be able to I take Arsenal you, back to the... the top four. I'm telling you, I yeah. tweeted it. Gabriel Magalhaes has three player of the matches, man of the matches in his four starts. And I, I think our defense is a lot better, and it's going to continue. We have eight center backs now. Yeah. Kieran Tierney was in close contact with that guy on the Scottish national team, so now he has to self-isolate for two weeks, even though he <laughs> tested negative for coronavirus. Yeah. So that means when we play Liverpool relatively soon, no, not Liverpool, we play City relatively mm-hmm. soon, 
I get to watch Sad Kalasnatch and Riyad Mahrez. Oh, they sold Kalasnatch, nah. didn't they? No. no, they didn't sell them. Didn't end up selling them. Didn't end up selling them. Wow. So yeah, I'm Klasnach. really excited for that. I'm, I'm so excited. That guy's sweet. God. Um, but yeah, he's I, built like a fullback. Uh, <laughs> that was a big win for Arsenal. You could look back on these types of wins, especially yeah. that West Ham win, when teams are really just parking the bus trying to get points and. Those what are wins, wins that you get? come back. Yeah, you come back to those wins a year ago. You might not get, and this year you're getting them. And with Emery, those points add up. When, with Emery, we weren't winning those games, especially at Sheffield, with like fans still in the stadium, and they played such a huge role in yeah. the outcome of the games. Like I, I a lot. Of, I think there was a game last year we played Sheffield. We were the underdogs because we didn't have that mental toughness to break teams down. We knew that we we're going to sit in and. I think Arteta's slowly shifting the mindset. Yeah, these are wins that add up. You never know when you might need those extra three points instead of one point. And a lot of times, uh, even when you look at big title races, Liverpool last year, they had some games where, wow, they just find ways to score goals late, and those games add up. So you never know when they'll come back to bite you. That's the joy of this league. and. Props to Arsenal for finding ways to get two gritty wins against West Ham a week or two ago and another big win against Sheffield United, so they keep the train rolling. Another, uh, just to touch on the rest of the games on the ticket this week, we had a upset of 3-0, West Ham over Leicester City. Didn't see that one coming. Didn't see that one coming, but we also didn't bet that game. Um, Jamie Vardy played. Uh, everyone just kind of... Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened. Uh, they just... I guess they weren't ready to go. I don't know. They just came and out a little shows flat. anybody can beat anybody in this in this league. West Ham's two wins of the season now are against Wolves, 4-0, and Leicester City, 3-0. Yeah, so they're a tricky team four. to bet against and bet for, so you never know. They're two for four and those tough two tough wins, but... Um, we had Southampton. We had the Southampton money line, and they're a sneaky team. They get a two nothing win against West Brom. Obviously, West Brom's not the greatest team. They might finish bottom of the table, but I like, I like Southampton. Yeah, I, I they uh, they're you, I'm looking at their their lineup. They lost Hoiberg to Spurs, who was a big a big player for them. But Danny Ings back goals, but their back line: Kyle Walker, Peters, Vestergaard, Jan Bednarik, and then Ryan Bertrand. Like that's a pretty pretty mm-hmm. solid back line. And then James Ward-Prowse in the midfield. I think he's a player. And then Oriol Romeu had the goal had a goal for them. Yeah, uh, so they're playing good well. Player, good they team. definitely have the players to maybe finish around the middle of the table. I, yeah, I see can't see them finish finishing them. at the bottom. I think they have definitely the 12. quality to finish mid to upper half of the table yeah. so um let's see we also have wolves play Fulham, and wolves finally they sneak one out against Fulham. Uh, yeah. i don't know what's going on with wolves they're not quite playing at that grade of a level as they were last year but they needed a win after the first couple defeats here and that's what they did with the one nothing win against Fulham. i'm sure they'll figure it out i'm sure they'll figure it out um raul jimenez i think once he starts Bagging some goals that'll give him a nice boost as well. Yeah, Adama Traore got his Spanish cap, first Spanish cap, and he looked like an absolute unit, like Roquan <laughs> Smith playing soccer. It was yeah, crazy. he's bit dude. And the it's scary like thing disgusting. is that man is a hundred. Apparently, that guy is like hundred sixty-five pounds. What? That's what. Uh, that's what I've been told. Let's find. Let's find out. No way. Uh, this is uh, this is not confirmed. Dude, How much? There's is no way. 160 pounds. 
Let's find out. Is that's that was it, it right? On Wikipedia, if you don't know who Adama Traore is, I suggest you go look up a picture a of this man. I said 165 pounds. Patrick thought I was out of, out of my mind. We just looked it up. It's less than that. He's Dude. 159 pounds, and he looks like he could play middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Like, like this man would eat me for breakfast, and I'm 195 pounds. Like, talk pounds. about, this like... Man, I, I weigh this man by 35 pounds. That just yeah. shows you... His body fat percentage has got to be at... Nothing. Negative numbers. Like, he is... Dude, it's... You can see every single muscle in his body, bro. It's crazy. And before games, the funny thing about him is before games, he puts on, like, lube on his arms. Yeah, so players can't so grab him. So people can't grab him because he's so big. Like, he, like, he's just... Vaseline's what a up. unit. If you don't know what that man looks like, if you're not a big soccer guy, you should look up a picture of this man just to see how freakishly large he is for 159 pounds. I want to know how much Akinfenwa weighs now. Oh, I think he's a, I think he's a bit bigger than Akinfenwa. Akinfenwa's quite the... He's got a Akinfenwa's little Akinfenwa's 225 pounds, but they don't look like... They look like it'd be a fair fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Jesus. that's how wrecked a Triore is. But yeah, God bless that man. Good is for a him. freakishly Good large for him. human, and yeah. once him and Raul Jimenez get going, like I'm a dangerous to do team roids. again. Like, should we just juice? <laughs> like, I'm. If Me and Patrick are gonna go on a, a little steroid binge for a month and see what happens. Yeah, just just take it day by day. Just you know? just to Who find knows? out. Who knows? Yeah. just try everything. You know, What's, if our, if you our get peepees one shrink, our peepees you shrink. Get one life. I heard there must be steroids in macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, that's a I recap. Guess, uh, that's a recap. Do we got uh bums players of, of the week, week and players yeah. of the week? You can go first. Um, I got two bums of the week. Uh, Harry Maguire, get that guy off the pitch. <laughs> what are you doing, man? I cannot believe how expensive they paid for him. Obviously, they thought he was the right fit, but man, he's, what he's is English. that guy doing? Get that guy off the pitch. I've never seen someone tackle his own teammate. To let up, like Luke Shaw easily would have cleared that ball, like or I at least hope so. Yeah, and then my second bum of the week, um, tough because you know ex Liverpool guy, he was never the greatest, but Mamadou Sako had a had a really tough game against Chelsea. You really just hate to see it. He got bullied out of the air by uh, Kurt Zuma for that header, um, that first goal that Ben Chilwell scored. Uh, Sako kind of botched the clearance and they scored, and then. A third goal, Mamadou Sako gives up a penalty kick. So just a really bad day for Mamadou. Kind of feel bad for him, given my uh, background. But yeah, he was a he's definitely a dub performance in my other bum of the week. You got any bums this yeah, week? Yeah, my bum. <clears throat> I'm gonna start with uh, Adrian, the keeper for Liverpool. <laughs> I could have given it to Joe Gomez. He also had a terrible game against Villa, but I'll give it to Adrian. That man, like I'm pretty confident that. Uh, I could go out there and <laughs> pass the ball to the other team. Like, just kick it away. Just kick it. Just, just boot it. Just kick it. Like, just kick it. Just just get rid of it. They can't <laughs> score if the ball's at the other end of the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love to play it out of the back, and it makes sense. But at a certain point, you got to think big picture. You're like, holy shit, how are they going to score? Are they going to score from inside the six-yard box when I give it to them, or are they going to score from midfield? I'd take my chances with midfield. Seriously. Second one. Uh uh, the entire Manchester United team, but more importantly, their back line. Um, it was just... It, shambles. De Gea, shambles. Bailly, shambles. Maguire. 
a team Luke Shaw, shambles, has no Pogba, identity. Shambles, Matic, shambles. Martial, red card, 10 minutes in. Like, they're lacking in identity and a sense of direction, and that's never a good thing. And hopefully they can get it figured out after the break. I just don't think that there was any confidence once they went down from OGS. I don't think Solskjaer, you know, he doesn't. There was no oomph. They were no like dead oomph. in the rights as yeah. soon as they put a goal back to draw it level. I like that everyone knew even the, the funny Mark Goldbridge memes on Twitter. <laughs> I love looking at that man get upset. It's so funny when he he was like, "It's gonna be." He's like, "This could genuinely end five six nil," and it turns out it did. It's just like they had no belief, no desire. There was no fighting them. It was like you know kicking yeah, the tough, kicking a down dog. Tough performance. So we we won't go into it anymore. That's Sorry. It. Sorry, uh, Tony and Chris Byersdorf. I don't yeah. know you, Chris Byersdorf, but well, tough, they got, tough uh, looks. Tough looks. They got who do they got this they weekend? Got the, Newcastle. The tough matchups. Mm-hmm. They got that tough five stretch. It'll Newcastle's be not big. bad either. Newcastle's uh, higher than Leeds right now. They're in seventh, I think, with yeah, seven so. points. Newcastle's in ninth, one behind Leeds. But um, I guess we'll go to our players of the week. My player of the week, Ali Watkins. I just yeah. watched that man score a hat trick. Well deserved. Uh, I think he was the one that hit the crossbar too. Could have had another looks goal. Dangerous, yeah. Looks like a looks a like speedster. he might be a man worth the money. So a great performance from that guy, and he's Duffy, my player of the week. You got the player of the week. Uh, I mean, I can stick in that same game. Give it to uh, Jack Grealish. He bagged. What was it? He had three assists, three assists two and two goals. goals. So big day on the stat sheet. If you had him in fantasy, he had a nine point eight rating. I don't know. Like if that's wow. not a ten rating, I don't really know what is a ten rating. To be honest, I guess he would have needed another goal. But <laughs> Jack Grealish uh, would be my player of the week. Yeah, all credit to the Austin Villa guys, and they clear. They definitely deserved. They could have had nine goals. They could have had four goals. Who knows? But seven goals deserved. I'll give it to Son too. Uh, you know, I I don't like giving it to Tottenham players, but I'll give it to. I love Youngman's <laughs> son. That man is so good, and yeah. he was apparently like coming off a hamstring injury, and he he was running full Harry speed. Kane played that through ball to him on the quick free kick, and he hit top speed, and no one could touch him. And then a beautiful yeah. little, he picks his head up, and then a beautiful chip. It's beautiful. He's he, he's, um, a, he's a fun player to watch. Yingming Sun, also my goal of the week, if anyone saw his second goal, yeah. with no angle, just just a perfect little touch, and it goes right through De Gea's legs. Yeah. Uh, it's not the flashiest of goals, but if you think about the level of difficulty for him to just touch that ball in with that angle, with the ball coming in that fast, and the goalie coming out on him. Quality. Just, just clinical. Yeah. That's what, uh, that's what he gets paid to do, and... That shows the difference. It's the reason that man didn't have to serve his South Korean country. Yeah, he didn't have to go off to the military. He did uh, get his basic training, but and he was the top of his class too. But yeah, uh, he uh, he did not have to go into the South Korean military. Yeah, well deserved. If you're that good at a sport, you might as well stick to the sport. (laughs) Those are our players of the week. Bums of the week. Um, Nothing for fantasy Premier League because we got this international break yeah. uh, I haven't really given a look at many of the lines but I'm sure we might have some international bets coming up this week with the Nations League yeah Portugal Spain finished 0-0 didn't see that coming Germany tied Turkey 3-3 didn't really see that coming I had a couple like parlays going but nothing yeah, worth posting so just throwing, throwing random things together we'll see what happens those were some friendlies I'm sure uh, they'll start playing their more regular lineups uh, looks like this weekend um, shout out to Kamavinga. Oh yeah, Cam- seventeen years old. 
Scores, if you don't know about him, you should know about him. He's 17 years old and the French coach. Plays you know what the Rennes. French coach's name Didier is? Deschamps. Deschamps. Didier Deschamps has been very big on this guy, and you should be too. 17 years old and scored a goal for France. An overhead uh, kick kind of thing that just, like, found its way into the far corner. First goal of the game. Yeah. They, they dropped him 7-1, to and it was his first start, first appearance. So, yeah. shout out to that man. If you don't it's know crazy. him, keep him on your uh, radar because who knows what that guy might be able junior to do. Junior in high school. Yeah, he's junior in high school and he's starting for his national team. So, God bless. But, yeah, that's about all we got going this week. Uh, go Bears tonight. Big Bears. Big Let's Bears, go. guys. Uh, if, Bear they, if they lose, I'll be pretty sad. I have an unhealthy amount of money in the Bears tonight. Hey, but, everyone's riding the Bucks. Yeah, the public's on the Bucks. Fade the public. Yeah. Fade the public. But, yeah, go Bears. Um, keep an eye out for our international picks. You might have a few, and we'll get an episode out recapping these international games next week. So, hope you guys have a good weekend. Thanks for listening, and go Bears. Yeah, go Bears. As always, uh, give us some feedback. Let us know what we should do better, how you guys are feeling, what you guys like, what you dislike. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Talk to you soon.